Thank you for downloading DVL's Beyond the Product podcast. This podcast was originally released as a live webinar and has since been edited to fit this format. To view the original webinar and reference PowerPoint slides, please visit dvlnet.com slash resources slash webinars. Have a question or want to submit feedback? Please email us at marketing at dvlnet.com. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you again to everyone for joining us today as we discuss industrial applications beyond the data center for Starline Busway. In addition to introductions, which we'll get to, we're going to touch on really, you know, Starline, the company, uh, what makes them different, uh, really go through the perspective of open channel busway, uh, comparing to some traditional power distribution methods. And, uh, and one of my things I'm looking forward to the most of the success stories. The team is going to walk through everyone um, with uh, really different applications, how, you know, the world of industrial can be improved and made a little bit better with this revolutionary product and, and some of the applications that they are able to bring to the forefront. So, um, but first, before we get too more specific on the busway application, a little bit about DVL. We have been in business for over 35 years, starting out in our headquarters location there in Philadelphia back in 1985. And at that point in time, really became you know, focused in the world of uninterruptible power and data centers, but we've evolved much um, over the last three plus decades. We are doing chillers, power distribution, as we're obviously gonna talk about today with busway, power controls, and even monitoring. We have a lot of software and solutions in today's world. You know, Even though the COVID grip is releasing a little bit, that world of data center and critical infrastructure and management and monitoring is becoming more and more to the forefront. Uh, in addition to kind of those products and, and solutions we do, uh, we also offer a vast amount of engineering expertise. Um, that's most of our salespeople or engineers can bring that uh, expertise and experience to you. We've been threading experience and expertise for, for all these many years and have also allowed us to evolve our company and provide turnkey solutions, construction management, um, as well as a myriad of services from each one of our locations, including power HVAC services um, that you can so uh, if you've got any needs in critical infrastructure, we'd love to talk to you about that. Um, but most importantly here, we're here to talk about Starline Busway. And before we get too far down the uh, road of uh, the product itself, I want to introduce those folks who are going to be talking with us today. Uh, we'll start off with Adrian Sanchez, Industrial Segment Manager. How are you today, Adrian? I'm doing great, Robert. Thank you so much for having us. And thank you, everyone, for your attendance. Great Absolutely. to be here. Absolutely. And uh, as well, we've got a couple of product managers, Mr. Doug Moore and Big Kushner. Gentlemen, how are you guys today? Good, Rob. Great. Thanks. Yeah, yep. Great, Rob. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. And uh, I know you guys have both been with Starline for about a year or so, I think. If your LinkedIn, if my LinkedIn stalking is doing okay, and fantastic. We're happy to have you here today, Ben, yourself as well, Doug. And, and Chris uh, Howell, Northeast Territory Manager, uh, also been around Starline for a while, I believe. How are you today, sir? I am great. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, so as you can see, we've got a cast of characters from Starline. We do have one special guest we'll be introducing a little bit later um, in the program. Um, but with that, let's dive into the meat of today in the conversation. Uh, Adrian, I think you're going to take the, the first lead here and talk to us a little bit about Starline and really a power better distribution alternative. Absolutely, Robert. Thank you so much once again for the opportunity. Thank you, everyone. Uh, the next slide says a lot of uh, uh, a big part of the message. If you are not familiar with Starline, you know, you know us from the data center applications. Basically, what we offer is disruptive technology uh, against traditional methods of pipe and wire, electrical conduit and wire. And as the uh, picture says better than 1,000 words, you can see on the left side some of the uh, uh, 
uh, in this case, a phenomenal, beautiful job, right? But that's time consuming. It's not flexible. And today's uh, economies, today's times require flexibility, speed to meet consumer demands, customers' demands. So what we're basically talking about on the next slide is reducing significantly the labor in terms of the number of home runs that are required to pull the wire, to bend the conduit in order to bring power at the point of use. On the left-hand side, you can see all those red lines represent cables. And as you all know, sometimes you don't have time or sometimes uh, the downtime uh, schedule in your facility, uh, it's going to put the uh, very challenging tight lines. Whereas with Starline, we can have a few uh, bus, busway runs and be able to have flexibility in some of the features I would like to talk in the following slides. In particular, the one that uh, Robert and I was going to flip to, this is an example just to get into the juice right away. If you can see on the screen, uh, the uh, drawing on the, on the back has multiple green dots all over the, uh, the surface. Each one of those green dots represent the way this job was designed uh, by an engineering firm and represents a cluster a group of eight receptacles. Those eight receptacles, pictures on the top and right of our slide, duplex receptacles, wall receptacles, twist locked, et cetera. So you can imagine uh, the amount of work and cables and home runs that it would have taken to finish this job in order to bring cable to each one of these receptacles throughout the production floor. As an alternative, as I mentioned before, in this case, the green and blue lines represent 40 volt and 240 volt busway runs that provide a lot of the flexibility and allow the user to bring power at the point of view. So for those of you who are not familiar with what we're talking about here, um, let's talk about more now on the next slide and the following one. What do we mean by open channel busway? If you can please flip the next one and then the next one, Robert, please. And I'm not gonna read the description, but as you can see on the figures on the left and on the right, open channel busway, it's similar to what you may be familiar with, which is bus duct typically provided by uh, some large manufacturers. What makes this thing different is that it, it includes a open channel continuous access at the bottom, depending on the size, and allows the insertion of plugging units like the figure that you see in the middle of the page in order for you to make the electrical connection and have power at the point of use. So this is basically a plug and play power distribution center that uh, system that is going to allow you to distribute power in your facility, whether it's an industrial facility, manufacturing, or some of the examples I will show you. So on the next slide, you will see the a typical layout. Think of this as, as, a, as Legos, basically. Um, the, uh, the system is composed typically by a power feed, which is the box at the bottom left, or end feed. This is where you bring your cable from utility and you make your terminations, your connections. And from then on, you can build your own customized electrical grid on the ceiling, above your head, overhead, or it can also be installed uh, right above the floor or off the wall or many, many other different scenarios. Um, use of technology, we're gonna have to flip to the next slide. Typically, we would be in the room and show you folks uh, samples of a product and explain what this means. So if you haven't seen this, I'm gonna ask Robert to play a quick video clip here, just a few seconds, where you can see here the uh, this person that is basically um, grabbing one of our plugging units by hand and insert it throughout the open channel, the continuous channel, and just basically making that electrical connection. That's how easy it is to insert and remove the plugging units uh, in order to bring drop cords or simply connections uh, in order to bring the power at the exact point of use. 
So if you need to make changes as the video showed, I don't know if we can play it again a little bit, Robert, maybe just, there we go. As you can see, many, many situations, the end users, our customers uh, have pipe and wire systems and pretty shortly after they are in the need to reconfigure their production floor or bring a new piece of equipment or simply move the existing piece of equipment from point A to point B. Sometimes it's just a few feet away and the electrical conduit is not conducive to do that, but the plugging units will be. So about talking about sizes on the next slide, just a quick overview of our um, product scope. We start at the 20 amp uh, range and all the way to 1200 amps. You may not be familiar with that, but we can bring a lot of power uh, in substitute basically panel boards as well and spread the panel board around the facility. Starting with a plug-in raceway here at 2060 amp uh, range, all the way to a T1, 2, 3, and 5 series, ranging from 40 amps up to 1200 amps. And of course, the uh, the applications are endless. If you consider on the next slide that we have virtually millions of different combination of plugging units. For us, think of this as a little mini, mini panel, uh, a board, or or an integrated uh, device where we can have a, a tremendous amount of different combinations in terms of breakers, brands, twist locks, cords, length of cords, uh, fuses, cord reels, retractable cord reels like the one on the right, et cetera. So uh, the customized uh, level that we can reach is unparalleled, right? Uh, but we promise, well, we did not say this promise, but we don't want this to make uh, yet another boring presentation. So we, we're big in pictures. And on the next slide, we're gonna start showing you guys some of the applications that we have been able to uh, uh, to achieve and be awarded by our customers. Many, many different sectors. In the automotive world, uh, the picture here in the next slide, it was very nice for us to find it published in the New York Times back in January this year. This is a facility in Normal, Illinois from a very well-known, uh, to this point now, EV startup. And as you can see in the top part of the picture, uh, there's two or actually more than two runways of our T3 series busway. In this case, it's 225 amp busway. The busway, uh, the T3 series is rated up to 600 volts. And that could be AC or DC, depending on your application. So uh, very conducive for assembly lines, changing models constantly. Very, very, very dynamic type of assembly uh, line uh, scenarios. Another one too on the next slide is one that a project that we did with General Motors. Now shown here in the bottom left, their new logo. I'm sure you've seen the news, big announcement. So this particular um, application was last year during COVID. As you remember back uh, about a year ago now, there was a huge need for ventilators and a lot of the um, automotive companies were utilizing federal funds to transform their facilities to build ventilators, training people on the spot, et cetera. And this was one of those examples. Uh, as you can see, it does not look like a typical assembly line, but this one facility in Kokomo, Indiana by General Motors was converted in only 11 days from scratch into a ventilator facility. Uh, those blue pins that you can see there on those racks are basically lungs uh, simulators. So the whole process was there. And you can see at the bottom right corner, the uh, the density in the number of plugging units that we were able to provide to them in order to have uh, the power at the point of use. Uh, it's important to highlight in this picture at the bottom right that as you can see, it's a construction site. It's not completed. So at that point, they did not know where the final spot for each one of these simulators was going to be, but having the flexible system 
like Starline, this case, it was able to allow them to do that. Just yes. a quick question. Um, yeah. You mentioned 11 days to convert this facility, and I know that speed mm -hmm. to execution is one of the great things that Starline Busway is able to bring to the table. Any kind of rough estimate as far as like if they were going down a normal power distribution method, how long something like that conversion would have taken? Well, particularly in this case, uh, in some, some situations, we have calculated the time for installation, and the time has been reduced to as up to 90%. 90 Wow. 90%. So it uh, depends on the job. Of course, there's a lot of factors. We have a great example sure. testimonial that hopefully will illustrate more your question, Robert. But awesome. uh, ultimately, I mean, as you all, everybody knows, this was very, very urgent, right? And the fact that this was installed today, is, it's, it's impressive. This is basically just another example for another automotive Fiat Chrysler. Now they changed their name. But uh, gladly, they were chose they chose us as their busway system, right? And they put us on the standard um because of the uh, some of the features that we mentioned and this is uh, another example uh if you have not heard of autolive autolive it's a tier one supplier for automotive one of the uh, leaders glo globally in uh, uh, safety equipment airbags etc so you may remember the huge recall that took place uh with uh, the japanese company uh takana i believe katana one of the two uh well also have an autolive uh was in the right place at the right time and received a, a tremendous demand for the product in order to upset the issues that their competitor was having. And they were in urgent need to reconfigure the entire production floor. Uh, ironically, one of the uh, electricians on staff is the one that pitched the idea to use uh, this type of system, open channel, and they were able to meet the deadline. Great, great story. We're very, very happy about being part of this example. I'm sorry, to answer the question that you asked previously, one of my favorite emails ever received by a customer. As you can see, Continental, which is a very well-known tier one supplier, had recently installed our system in one of the facilities in Seguin, Texas. And uh, this gentleman, Silvia's master electrician, sent this email where they highlighted that they had to do a change shortly after the installation of Starline. And they were able to complete the entire change in under 55 minutes. And you can see the highlight right there in the middle of the page. The alternative with pipe and wire, with the uh, signatures and uh, getting the blessing from, from safety and the other departments, it would have taken them, instead of 55 minutes with traditional pipe and wire, about five leads, uh, five days lead time. Uh, so six hours of installation time plus the five days of signature. So that gives you over the 90% reduction in, uh, in order to complete this, this type of change. Right, Robert? That's awesome. Thank you. So we, we want to keep moving. We've got a lot more to show you guys. So on the next slide, I'm going to pass it on to Ben, who's going to talk about more about the T1 and T2 assistant for power lighting. Ben? Thanks, Adrian. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you guys a little bit about the T1 and T2 systems, really as they pertain to multi-use power distribution. I think perhaps the most significant advantage of busway design, especially in the commercial and retail settings, is the ability to run power for lighting and small loads on a single system. Uh, it's, it's a great design feature because it can reduce and even at times eliminate the need for separate dedicated power and lighting systems. In turn, this really reduces the number of home runs, really simplifies the electrical layout, and overall it just makes the installation of, of your electrical a lot less labor intensive. Uh, the level at which, uh, you know, the level of the facility at, at which I think the benefits are most apparent uh, for Busway are, are on the floor because uh, you actually have an opportunity to add and remove fixtures, plug-in units, all along the busway track. 
And, and this means that floor plans can be rearranged with a high degree of flexibility uh, based on the needs of the environment. Uh, comparatively, that's a much more difficult task with, with pipe and wire installations. Um, another design feature uh, to highlight with busways is the fact that the busway acts as its own grid support, uh, which means that uh, plugs and light fixtures can be hung uh, directly from the busway housing. So just a further reduction in the materials and labor uh, required. So here's a few examples of some power accessories and fixtures that you would typically see across a, uh, a commercial or a retail environment. You know, we're talking about things like various lighting fixtures, cameras, speakers, occupancy sensors, exit signs. Um, you know, all of these things can be um, hardwired to integrate in with the busway system pretty easily, whether done through a plug-in module or even just hardwired to connect to our IP50 connector, which is a very slim profile uh, connector that snaps into the busway as seen on the left. Um, as is the case with our higher amperage systems found in data centers and manufacturing plants, the T1 and T2 busway systems play between 40 and 100 amps. Um, they're also extremely customizable, UL listed and circuit breaker protected. Um, plugs and receptacles can really be um, designed to whatever the needs of and demands are of the environment with various uh, receptacle configurations. Plugs can be inserted and withdrawn from the busway uh, without powering down the entire run, something that we refer to as hot swappability. Various types of cord drops and strain relief, some other types of uh, means of pulling power down from overhead to the floor with, um, uh, with retractable cord reels and some other kind of custom customization that you can find, which is uh, circuit uh, trip indication lights that you can integrate directly into the plug-in module. So here's just kind of a nice uh, piece of ad creative that we worked on as a, an internal marketing group, just to illustrate kind of what I've been talking about in these last two slides. Multi-use power for lighting and small loads all in one system. Here we're trying to promote it in an open office application. Um, something that we actually do is we, we integrate our own products, uh, the T1 product, into our own office space so we know it's something that works. Flip over there, Robert. Uh, and speaking of open office spaces, here's a really nice um, use case installation of a 5G incubator in Florida that had some unique um, flexibility requirements where they wanted the ability to move their tables around um, all over the, the floor plan um, without being constrained by their electrical. Um, they didn't wanna have to dig or drill into the concrete. Uh, they didn't wanna run um, extension cords because of the tripping hazards. So ultimately they elected to utilize our T2 60 amp system and paired it with Legrand's retractable cord reels uh, to pull power from the ceiling, which really provided them optimal flexibility to have the floor plan and environment that they want. Very cool. So Ben, it seems like retail and open offices are, are kind of the sweet spots uh, for the T1, T2 products. Is there anything else that really fits nicely or are those kind of the two that jump out kind of first and foremost? Well, T3 also works well, Robert. There's, it, it's really all about the power density requirements. Um, some of the big box retail accounts we've seen have higher power density requirements. So you can see um, T3 uh, systems being used in those applications, you know, 100 amps up to 225 amps at times. 
Right on. All right, cool. And I think that will then take us over to distribution centers. Indeed, I will talk about distribution center. Thank you so much, Ben. That was a great illustration. As everybody knows, uh, every single retailer in the world, perhaps, is adopting Amazon's model, if not partially, almost uh, totally. Uh, we got a couple of great examples of electric forklift charging. These particular pictures here depict a distribution center in, uh, in Montreal and the province of Quebec in Canada. As you can see on the left, the runways, a busway, aluminum closure, like we said, uh, the copper conductors are inside. This particular job is 600 amp. And each one of the um, battery chargers is being fed by, by one of our plant units or is distributed power through one of our plant units with uh, busman fuses with high current corrupted, uh, amperage corrected capacity, KICs, 100 KIC or 200 KIC depends. The, uh, the parking lots here, the forklifts are, are very flexible. As you can see on the right hand side, there's somewhat of a self standing inverted U shaped type of racks that was customized built for this particular example. On the next slide, we have uh, another example of a, uh, this one is in North Carolina. You can flip it, please, Robert. Uh, very well-known retailer for tools, Harbor Freight. This is a battery exchanger area with a customized uh, rack. Uh, you can see there in blue. And on the right-hand side, you can see the busway that is in this case mounted somewhat off of the rack, not necessarily hanging from the ceiling, but another example here that shows the flexibility of mounting, right? If you can think about all the number of, uh, you can see rather, all the number of battery charges, you can imagine the amount of power that is needed in a very small uh, surface area. That's what we call power density. And just to be able to do the same job with pipe and wire, it would require not only labor intensive uh, procedure, but also to bring uh, 400 MCN or those type of uh, very, very uh, thick cables, right? And, bend it in, in, in order to do all that in traditional methods. So very, very nice job that we got. Uh, on the next slide, you can and Adrian, see- And Adrian, just one quick question, kind of on the sure. flexibility of the mount there, and, and I think some of the sleekness. I mean, so what you've got there is it's almost like under a walkway of sorts. It's, you know, you can see it's very, but it very tucks in nicely. You mentioned the, the construct of kind of a traditional method. I assume it would take up tons more space and maybe not even be able to uh, be effectuated in, in a similar spot. Is that fair? Yeah, definitely fair. I mean, it depends on, once again, on power density, the uh, type of chargers. Another thing, too, is that the battery technology is changing drastically, uh, driven a lot by these type of applications, but primarily by electric vehicles. And we'll let Doug talk about that later. So in this case, it won't be uh, something strange to happen. The hover freight is in the need to upgrade the battery technology in a couple of years, and the dimensions of the battery charges may be altered. And that's going to take another factor into the equation in terms of um, reconfiguring the layout of this rack, right? So those are the things and features that a flexible uh, power like a system like this one can definitely address and minimize downtime, right? Awesome. Great and, point. And Thank you. Not only minimize downtime, but you can see here in this drawing, this is an excerpt from an engineering drawing uh, on a job that was being designed. This is not the final design. However, we have a special guest. Uh, uh, our own uh, Erica Mussey from DVL, who she's the one that helped engineer and spec this job along with our, with our application engineers. And on the next slide, Erica, if you don't mind, I mean, you are the expert on this job. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you achieved this great installation? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Adrian and Robert for including me today. This job went in in Philadelphia, PA for a distribution center. Um, and on the previous slide, the original design was for three 
uh, bus runs 1200 amp T5 busway, which is the largest that Starline currently has. And through the, the work and the design, this was a design build firm. Um, they lengthened the bus runs and made it into two at a longer length. And they had even originally spiked uh, NEMA receptacles. And at the end, we ended up doing junction boxes that were hardwired into their batteries for their charging. Um, and this just was a win for everybody. So I'll throw it back over to you, Adrian. Thank you, Erica, for giving that insight. Uh, the other thing that uh, we need to consider is that in the event that the end user needs to relocate to another facility, the system can be taken with them, right? And you don't have to scrap it like you would have to do with pop and wire. So that's yet another benefit that uh, you can provide to your customers when you engineer jobs. Thank you so much, Erica. A couple more examples here on the next couple slides on the bio, uh, biopharma and medical devices too. Can we go down a little more? There you go. Here's a, a scenario, a environment that is not a typical manufacturing uh, scenario that we can think of. It looks more like a lab. I would say that these people on the left, they had these uh, PPE, this is prior to COVID, right? <laughs> this is a clean environment. And as you can see in this application, the, the busway, it's uh, uh, hanging from the low ceiling. Uh, it's uh, installed uh, flushed or semi-flush, I would say, a surface rather mounted on the ceiling. Those yellow cores are from a very specific cable uh, material called neoprene, which is resistant to, uh, it's non-porous, it's resistant to foreign items. So these are some of the items that uh, the system can easily incorporate seamlessly uh, in order to accommodate specific uh, conditions, like in this case, uh, biomedical type of equipment. This facility was in Utah. Nice place. I took these pictures. Can you go to the next one, please? Biomedical type of uh, installation here. You can see at the bottom these curtains. Those are specific working stations doing labs. Those particular curtains require a, a higher rating of uh, cleanliness, if you would. But all the busway that is installed off the ceiling that you can see more, you can see better on the right hand side, are just basically hanging from the um, from the ceiling, right? So another another good application on another type of environment. So that being said, I mean, you must be tired of me. So I'm going to let now, now Doug uh, talk about uh, some applications in education. Doug. All right. Thanks, Adrian. So, uh, yeah, just one more um, different uh, market where we found ourselves uh, finding our products useful. So uh, this here is a uh, an actual school, um, but they had a welding shop. And um, one of the things here that we really wanted to focus on is, is the ability to what we call future-proof um, different environments. So, so here they're they're installing these uh, these welding machines, but we they actually had to install this before they knew exactly what machines uh, they're going to be putting in, so that you know the power requirements may change, right? So they were able to uh, to install the busway, um, determine which machines they were going to use and install, and then uh, purchase and spec out the uh, plugs at a later point. So um, that that allows for uh, you know a little bit more flexibility in the schedule. Um, as well as, you know, in the future, if they want to add a new machine or change it out, they can change, just change out the plug. You know, the, the busway is already installed. So um, that was a good example here. And then the next slide um, is, is the same lab, um, but you can see up, up in the top, uh, the diagram there, the yellow is the busway. Um, and this just gives, gives you a little more versatility um, where here you can either do wall mounted um, or, or ceiling mounted. So in this case, you know, we can go behind the, uh, the uh, exhaust uh, exhaust pipes, if you will, or, you know, or above, just depending on, you know, where space, uh, space allows. So, 
Next slide. Uh, uh, here at Princeton University. So, you know, even the top schools in the country have uh, found some benefits of, of Starline, but this, this here is actually a plug-in raceway and you can see it going up and down uh, on the column here. So uh, the plug-in raceway allows for different modules for, you know, different types of receptacles uh, and, and connections, and they can be moved around. So um, this allows it in a lab environment, especially um, where it's more common, uh, if they need to move something uh, based on the equipment, um, they can actually plug and play, if you will, with the, uh, I think someone used the Lego uh, example earlier, uh, with the different modules on the on the actual bus, or I'm sorry, the raceway, move it up, down, left, left right. And this, this can be installed, uh, normally it's typically installed horizontally, but in this case, they, they did a vertical uh, installation here. So here's a trade school in, uh, it's in Pennsylvania, outside of Pittsburgh, actually, uh, Westmoreland Community uh, College. Here they have, a, they have a T3 and a T5 busway. Um, this is a uh, machining center and test lab. So this is an area where the flexibility is, is important um, and scalability as well. But, you know, they're doing different classes, different training. Um, they're moving things around, different types of equipment, different power requirements. Um, so they installed our busway here um, because they know they're going to be changing things. They know they're going to be moving equipment around. Um, and so, you know, if you can see the busway, especially in the, the right-hand picture there, uh, running the length of the floor. Um, so anytime they want to move any of that equipment, you know, they can just move the plug-in with it or, uh, or replace it with a new a new plug-in, depending on the type of power requirements they have. Hey, Doug, you mentioned kind of the length that's illustrated really nicely here in this picture. Uh, what are the distance limitations uh, as it relates to the Starway busway? I believe there's every so often you need something, but what's uh, kind of what's the limitations there in regards to distance? I think I'm going to defer this one to uh, to Adrian or Chris. Actually, what do we have a limitation? I know that Robert, are you referring Robert on the uh, limitations of the length of the busway or the length of the cord? Uh, either way, whatever is the best way to answer it, I guess, Adrian. <laughs> well, uh, typically the, the answer that we provide in user is how long is your facility? Uh, that's <laughs> Fair one of the advantages. Uh, one of the advantages, right? I mean, in terms of uh, cords. The length, I think the longest we provided is 20 feet long cord. At that point, voltage drop is not an issue, of course. Um, in terms of the length of the busway, we standardize on 10 foot sections and 20 foot sections, depending on the size, depending on the amperage. But um, let's just assume the facility has uh, 50 feet of busway and they expand and they need to add another 10, 20, 30 feet. That's very easy to do. Also, the uh, customized length are definitely something that we can do. If, if somebody needs 53 and a quarter inches for say, we can definitely uh, cut the um, the busway uh, closure in the copper inside or aluminum, depending on what type of conductor they want, we can cut it to to, to specifications. Awesome. Yeah, so this is Chris Howell. So to jump in there too, it really is more of the power that you need. So it's really a balance of the amount of equipment that's being attached to the busway, which busway you pick for the amperage that will determine the length of the busway. So um, it's really dependent of how much power you need to supply those. The only real limiter, I think, is on our hangers, which are uh, UL required to be at least every 10 feet. But everything other than that, even to add on to Adrian's, um, we pretty much price all of our tap boxes up to 25 feet cords. Um, so if you order, depending on the length of the cord, pricing is very similar. Uh, we have had instances where we've had to go above that, and that's just a little bit of an adder, but um, we've had some instances to even go above that cord depending on the length from the ceiling to the equipment or where you're going to go with the individual connectors. 
thanks guys appreciate that info so next slide robert um so emerging markets we talked a lot about existing markets um that we're playing in today um the next couple of slides we've got some emerging markets that i think we're all probably familiar with so if you want to go ahead robert the first one you know here one of the big big things we're seeing a lot more of and and we're doing a lot of uh investigating in and develop development in is um for electric vehicle charging for for automobiles um obviously public indoor garages um commercial um fleet garages and, and parking um you know if you look at this picture here you know obviously there's a ton of uh pipe and wire going in here um I think the, the picture that was shown earlier shows kind of a, a, a tapestry, right? Or, or the artistry of, of, of routing this stuff and designing it. But, you know, it's, it's much simpler, uh, less costly and um, less time consuming to install our products. So it just makes it simpler. And again, allows for scalability um, and safe space too. So, you know, get into a parking garage, you're gonna need, need to be optimized on space. Um, here's a uh, kind of a fly sheet we put together um, with, with kind of a concept here. Um, we've got uh, these chargers that, that are out there today. There's a, there's a number of manufacturers, um, but you know we're agnostic with regards to what chargers people are using. We can, you know, we can provide a plug-in unit for, for any of them. Um, you know, typically, they're level twos. Um, on the right here, this this is a kind of a concept drawing that we came up for with for a customer uh, using the uh, the standard J1772 uh, connector here. So there's a lot of flexibility um, we can provide here. Um, and I think I think that's all I had on this. I had something else that just slipped my mind, but move forward if it comes back to me, I'll, I'll bring it back up. Um, medical cannabis and, and vertical farming in general. So this is an application that we did uh, just outside of Pittsburgh um, for, for Penn Health. And they've got a, a grow, a grow uh, manufacturer facility. And uh, you see there down the bottom left is kind of a, a rendering of what they're doing um, with, you know, multiple uh, levels of, uh, of tray farming here for cannabis. And uh, on the top right is a uh, customized plug that we designed for them uh, with, with six different uh, receptacles. So, you know, this helps them with, you know, flexibility um, and it's cost effective uh, for the installation, saves some time there. Um, and again, just customization and, and flexibility for uh, these types of uh, growing markets. Thank you, Doug. Yeah, we're pretty much in the last section of our presentation. Uh, we wanted to show you, give another taste of some of the miscellaneous applications. Um, as you've seen, we show some industrial manufacturing, traditional, but there's many other ones. This one in particular, it was a uh, application with uh, Dymatics Fujifilm. I'm sure it's a well-known brand. Another good example where you can see the density, the number of plug-in units on the middle page, uh, and the site is basically ready to bring the equipment uh, in terms of engineering firms, these uh, type of systems reduce the margin of error uh, because you don't have to rely on a specific exact lengths where you're going to place the receptacles and drawings, but instead just have systems like this and uh, have gives you a lot of room for flexibility. Um, also on the right-hand side, you may notice that there's one busway run that shows a blue marking versus the other one that shows red. Those are a tape marking. We have uh, the facility, uh, the, the the, um, the, we can actually powder coat the enclosure to the specifications, uh, depending on the RAL code that you provide us, basically virtually any color out there, or we can do other solutions like this one to differentiate visually two voltages. Each plugging unit has a specific knob at the top, which does not allow the user to plug the plugging unit into the wrong voltage. So those are Pokayoki, foolproof type of a 
features, but again, some customers would like to offer an additional visual aid indication of the voltage for, for quickness, and this is just one of those features that we wanted to highlight. On the next slide, um, we show a uh, injection molding plant, another example of how the busway, in this case, it's a 100 amp braided busway uh, that is mounted off the wall. Uh, we have a customized um, L-shaped uh, hangers, not only, as I mentioned, and Chris even said that too, we don't necessarily have to hang the busway from the ceiling, we can do it off the wall or right above uh, the floor as well. Uh, in this case, you can see the, uh, the number of machines on the top right corner picture and the power density once again becomes an issue in flexibility. It's definitely paramount. Uh, the customer was so, uh, so happy with this job that they were considering to use it for other parts of their facility as well. And then now we have a, a more traditional, uh, I guess, more work recognized type of a logo here. Ben, why don't you tell us about it? Sure, Adrian. Yeah, so this is a uh, an environment you maybe wouldn't think that Busway would uh, naturally fit in, but uh, much like some of the other applications we've referred to earlier, uh, Busway and our surface mount uh, raceway system actually play quite well in kitchen environments and restaurants. Um, here you can see McDonald's took our T3 system and actually deployed it down their kitchen environment in their recessed ceiling um, and paired the modules with IP67 pin and sleeve connectors to give them that water protection that they needed down at the splash environment. Um, we have a couple of installs in central Ohio. This one I believe is in Chicago. Um, and, and one of the nice things too, is we were actually able to provide power distribution at the front of the store at the, at the point of sale. Here we're running, you can see on the left, our raceway systems providing power distribution to their point of sale registers, which gives them the opportunity to add more uh, equipment to that particular part of the store seamlessly where it wouldn't necessarily be as easy with a traditional power distribution system. Next slide. And then here's just kind of a, an interesting catch-all. Um, earlier in the presentation, I referred to Busway's ability to act as its own grid support for lighting and other types of loads. Um, and that functionality is definitely, um, you know, something that you can extend to our higher amperage systems, as you see here. Uh, you know, I'd encourage anyone to look at our product catalog to see uh, just an array of solutions that we provide to assist with power accessories, all from you know, from hinged wireways for data cabling to, to multi-use brackets uh, to support compressed air tubing and really anything in between. So a lot of flexibility and functionality there. Awesome. I think uh, it does a really nice job of really painting the, the diversity that you can really use uh, for, for, for Starline Busway. You know, we've had a, a great relationship with you guys built on the work we've done in data centers and are excited about getting a little bit further away from that uh, core competency of sorts and, and really, uh, you know, be able to enable some of our customers in, in many ways. So, uh, gentlemen, thank you so very much for your time. Uh, team, we did have one question come in uh, from George, who was curious about the management. Um, of Starline Solutions and wondering if a customer's kind of regular employees, essentially the non-technical, non-certified folks, can manage the receptacles and the movement of the plugins and things of that nature. That is a great question. If I uh, jump in, George, thank you so much. And the answer is our busway is fully rated as ULA57. Basically, it's the same UL uh, file as Bustuct. It is finger safe. So to answer yes, basically anybody it's capable and safe to be able to move 
insert and, uh, and, and remove the plane units. We always recommend our customers, however, to follow safety protocols. Um, it's, uh, sometimes accidentally they can put their fingers inside, but again, it's finger safe. We offer some features like the closure strip. Um, I don't see here in this picture, but we offer like a like either PVC or stainless steel um, uh, channel that snaps at the bottom of the open channel. Is not required, is not needed to have that at all time, but some of our customers do that for safety. Uh, but if there's going to be any connections or any uh, uh, shutdown of power and there's going to be uh, wires terminated into the end feed, we always recommend to have a licensed electrician, somebody that is, uh, uh, of course, trained on that realm, right? But ultimately, I mean, your bare hands can be fine, safe, turn off the breaker. If you have gloves and, and helmet and, and, gl and glasses, that definitely helps, right? question mm -hmm. yeah for sure thank you uh, and you know Adrian you hit on a point there uh, in regards to safety and I think one of the huge kind of improvements that you know Starline Busway is able to offer customers because I think historically we think about okay well we need power somewhere that we don't have it we start doing some crazy stuff as people right we, we know all of our safety measures and things that our businesses recommend but as people we start thinking about well how can I do this as quickly and we see things you know, I'm working with you and your teams, and, you know, we've talked about, you know, extension cords and nonchalantly run across major operations or, you know, people, people trying to do things by maneuvering product and equipment in ways that probably shouldn't. And, and I think that that safety aspect is really a big deal um, as it relates to busway and some of the, you know, impacts that it can have on a customer facility. Uh, any additional thoughts on, on that kind of aspect and just safety as far as the operational side? Absolutely. I mean, safety is our number one priority. We have a, a very well-trained group of uh, application engineers who work together with our authorized manufacturing reps like DDL. And uh, if anybody has specific needs, specific components, even components that we've never um, installed before, all these components carry their own UL listing or uh, recognized UL files as well. So they have been tested as well. Uh, we also have a, um, a system in our facility. We test 100% of our plugging units. So we basically simulate the exact uh, performance of the plugging unit uh, that the plugging unit is going to uh, go through at the point of the final installation. So again, uh, we, we are uh, very serious about safety uh, and, and very, uh, very proud of, of the, this innovative solution, right? We can provide a finger safe, flexible system, right? For your customers and for yourselves. Very cool. Well, you know, that does bring us, I think, to, to the end of our program for today. Again, uh, for everyone on the line, thank you for attending. If there are any questions uh, that maybe you were lingering on your mind that we didn't touch on, please just fire those over to us now. Um, but uh, until that, while we give folks a moment, uh, Adrian, the rest of the Starline team, any, any final thoughts for everyone? Well, let Ben and Doug start first. I know, by the way, I apologize, Chris is having issues with his audio. He will definitely love to give some final remarks, but uh, he's having technical difficulties. Doug, Ben? Yeah, I just, yeah, I just want to say thanks. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, Ben. I just want to say thanks for, for the opportunity again. And, um, you know, one of the things I get on stress is the customization and, and the configurability of the system. So, you know, just if it doesn't, if you think of something that maybe doesn't seem obvious, um, you know, we can always entertain it. And we've done, we've done a, a, a lot of different types of things for different types of applications. It's one of the things we try to, you know, I guess pride ourselves in. So um, always consider it anyway. So yeah, just to add to Doug's sentiment there, just to continue to think outside the box with the applications and the segments that um, uh, Busway is really perfect for, but doesn't always kind of get the time 
or the train of thought uh, devoted to it. So yeah, continue to, to look for new applications and we'll continue to support. Fair enough, fair enough. Thank you guys. And we did actually get another question in from Thomas who was wondering if Starline offers controlled or partially controlled receptacles for energy requirements. Can, do we have any specific uh, functionality? Uh, yeah, Thomas, if you can fire in a, maybe a clarifying point there, that'd be great. I think it's in the context of, you know, for whatever reason, you only want so much power that's going to be going out of that, that, that plug-in. Is there we any way use, to maybe control it like a govern, governor would on, a, on an engine? Well, we, we do have, Thomas, our own line of metering, our M40 meters, that you can plug in, uh, insert, or, or install, rather, at the plug-in level or at the infeed level that helps you monitor power, power factor, voltage. Uh, there's about uh, 30 plus different parameters that our own meter, our own technology can measure, but that can also be integrated into the building management system. Uh, each one of the meters has its own IP address, so that's very, very easy to install. If you're referring to something else that maybe communicates wirelessly, we can definitely look into that. Uh, if I don't know if you, if Thomas can uh, get that information to you, Robert, we can help them answer that question more thoroughly. And, and that being said, I mean, uh, just like uh, Doug and, and Ben said, Robert, uh, we encourage our, our folks today to reach out. Uh, I mean, this is, uh, this is fairly new in the industrial environment. And uh, the common thing to do is just go to pipe and wire, right? But uh, in reality, there's a lot of needs and a lot of flexibility that these type of systems can address and, and solve. And of course, I give you a competitive advantage try and providing the best solution out there for your customers as engineering firms. Awesome. Well, thank you for that uh, wonderful summary, Adrian. Uh, I think that covers it for today. Um, I will uh, just like to thank again everyone for your time and joining us. Uh, we hope you walked away with something uh, a little bit uh, more smarter about the world of power distribution and some of the benefits and, and efficiencies that can be provided or gained, I should say, by using uh, Starline Busway. Uh, we'd love to talk to you here at DVL if you've got any specific questions about immediate needs. And uh, if it's just maybe for a project a little bit further down the road, please keep us in mind. Uh, additionally, we'll be having uh, our next DVL Power Hour will be broadcast on Cinco de Mayo. We're going to have uh, some of our friends from Vertiv and discussing thermal management, environmental management uh, within the data center world at that large level. So look forward to that. Uh, and until then, uh, everyone from Starline, Adrian, Doug, Ben, Chris, thank you so very much for your time. And my fellow DVLer, Erica, thank you for joining us as well today. And until next time, hope everyone has a great, great week.